episode this do you do you know no i love that like i think we're just gonna pretend that we this is se- the second season like let's just call it that because that's the amount of time that we have taken <laughs> all right uh, this is our <laughs> fake second season <laughs> episode one episode and i think we're coming back with a pretty dope guest yes i'm super excited all right um so today we have a uh, madhouse he's an upcoming uh singer from uh from toronto and he's like really dope um his manager reached out to us and was like you guys should check him out we did we thought he was like sick and thought let's get him on the podcast absolutely hey matt how's he there what's going on man hey man what's up i'm pretty i'm nothing much man i'm just chilling here in the studio all right man um i'm eyes that's sarah you're listening to yes hello and we've been uh, listening to your ep uh all, all week actually yeah thank you really good stuff thank you very much so um, I'm curious, what's your background like? But, uh, uh, yeah, how'd you get into music and so on? Yeah, so um, I grew up in a pretty musical family. Uh, my mom had a music store in St. Catharines, Ontario. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I spent a lot of my time growing up there and passing the time just like playing the piano, playing the guitar, teaching myself how to play. Um, I was taught by my mom as well. And, uh, you know, we would like, she couldn't drive on the highway. So I had all my piano lessons in Toronto. So we would like jump on the, uh, the Greyhound, um, when I was like four years old till about, I think like 10. Okay. So I'd miss a lot of school. Um, and I actually like grew up playing classical piano. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, so that pretty much... So your mom really supported it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, she was a musician, too. um, Right. And she just wanted to pass down what she knew to me. That's super cool. Um, Before we go any further, I I think we should just tell people uh, what your project is. My my next one? Is it, yeah, you got another one coming out, right? Yeah. Tell them the the current one, too, so people can actually listen, because it's on iTunes and Spotify and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the current one is... not the current one. I mean, like the previous one. Previous is, one. Um, it's called Scorpion Prince. Yeah, that's the one I've been listening to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a five-track EP um, that I recorded in 2016 and 2017. Um, it came oh. out last summer, and everything on there is uh, self-produced, and I wrote all the lyrics. Um, See, that makes it even doper to me. Because when I first heard it, I was like, okay, you know, he must have gotten beats and just sang on them like most people do. And it's really cool for that. But yeah. then I, I heard you say that you self-produced it. And I was like, okay, now I'm really interested. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I self-produced because, you know, it's like, it's just more reliable. Um, yeah, no, I agree. It's kind of hard to like, you know, no beat is ever going to be like. The way like, you want it. Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like, it's almost like disrespectful in a way to just kind of be like, hey, can you keep changing like this and this and this and like. Oh, you know, totally. Yeah. A, a lot of you're trying stuff, to Frankenstein something together. Yeah, a lot of the stuff is like done um, through the internet, you know. So mm. 
there's not a lot of like face to face interaction. And if yeah. I mean, if there was face to face interaction, it would be easier. But because then it's more collaborative, I guess. And when you're kind of like over the internet, it's so impersonal that sometimes yeah, definitely. people get offended. D- definitely, definitely. Because um, you know, you don't know if they're on the same page as you. Yeah. Right. So. Totally. Um, what were you? What were your kind of like influences when you were growing up? Um, the first album I ever bought was Green Day. Uh, Green Day's Dookie. <laughs> That's such a um, good album. Yeah. Great um, album, even. It definitely, like, changed my attitude. Uh, before that, I, I mean, I, I was, like, eight years old when I, like, listened to that. And before that, I don't even remember what I was listening to. I think I was listening to, like, Backstreet Boys or something. Like, <laughs> right, like all you of know? us. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, it really just taught me, like, how to, uh, like, empower yourself, like, in a very, like, subtle way, you know? It's just... Um, I listened to a lot of Green Day. Um, I listened to Blink. Um, I grew up also on like Kanye and, and right. yeah. It's interesting. I never would have thought Green Day. That that makes a lot of sense though. Yeah, I love so much that you grew up playing classical piano and then listened to Green Day and then created Scorpion King. Like, right. <laughs> I love the end result of all of these influences. Like, it's such. It's like your life is this long collaborative project from all these different you know, yeah. types of, of music that's also definitely, kind of definitely. that's also what scorpion king to me sounds like not not that it sounds like those influences but it, like I, w- I was describing it to a friend earlier and i was saying like it it doesn't sound like everything else that's out there you know like you could hear like certain influence and stuff maybe but what i'm saying is you clearly have your own sound and your own vibe and that's kind of why i wanted to talk to you yeah i mean like um it's definitely it, like I definitely acknowledge like the music that's out there, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I do, I do listen to it. I do, I do like to hear like what people are coming out with today. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the stuff that I do is just, it's just like turning the dial a little bit to the left. Um, right. You know, it's just a little bit different, a little, little bit stranger and, and like more idiosy- idiosyncratic to you. Yeah, you know, I'm. I it's definitely like very personal. It's very like I don't. It's very unplanned. Like whatever I make, it just, it just a feel. It's a feeling in the moment. Yeah, I kind of got that vibe. Like maybe it's even a little unconscious. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. What's What's interesting to me, and and I know nothing about music. I don't come from like any kind of like musical background, and and have no <laughs> understanding of um, anything contemporary, but. Um, what I found really interesting about it was like I instinctively tried to place it into the larger uh, Toronto and Canadian like music yeah. culture, and it's interesting because it um, it fits in, but almost like this kind of interesting outlier. It doesn't sound like a lot of the stuff you hear coming out of, of of Toronto and Brampton right now, which is why it's so intriguing. Like to me, as somebody who um, like an outsider. Yeah, I've to it a few times now, and, and that's not even really sh- generally like the genre that I find myself, um, you know, pulled towards. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked every single thing uh, on on the album. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, same here. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like I think one of the things I noticed too is what, what, what you're saying is like it doesn't sound like the uh, typical like OVO OVO sound, which is which you know everybody loves and I love too. But it it sounds like you're doing your own thing. Yeah, I mean, I've always been an outcast. I've always never really, like, hung around, like, a core group of friends. 
um, right. I've always kind of just like did my own thing and, and, you know, I, I, I think I'm going to like keep doing that until I die. Like really, that's just like how I am. <laughs> and I like, I, I, I can't help it, you know, like it just was, it's great too. Cause like with technology right now, you can do that. Whereas before that was so much harder, you know, for an artist to just like do their own thing without like being too influenced by everything else. Oh, definitely. I remember when I was like, you know, contemplating like making this my life you know it was mm-hmm. a very short like period of time like really just like a couple of days but i mean the technology like back then was it's not like as advanced as it right, is now yeah. like anybody can just like use a laptop mm-hmm. you know and there's now it just comes down to your creativity really yeah basically i mean like there's yeah. so many uses that you can do with it that like like limitless possibilities you know this actually reminds me, I actually had a question for you. So this kind of segues right into that is, um, what, what was the moment where you realized that like you were going to make music? Like, cause everybody has that, you know, like you were just talking about, you have those few days where you're like, should I, or shouldn't I? And then like something is the tipping point, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I went to, I, I graduated from high school pretty early. Like I, I graduated at like 16. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I went to university of Western Ontario, um, and I mean, nobody knows what they really want to do at 16. Right. right? I was thinking that. Um, so I went there and I like, you know, was trying to go to school and everything, but I didn't really, I, I like, I was never a fan of school. I always like never tried. Um, right. So, Preaching to the choir. Yeah. And I, I mean, I lived in a house with like um, other musicians and we would just be playing music all the time and like improvising and just making demos and i think from there i just kind of realized that like i was doing something that i was really really good at and it it just felt right you know it just it just just, felt right it just felt right and at the same time i was very frustrated with everything that was going on in my life i felt like you know i was like in a in this city where i didn't feel like i belonged and the school i didn't feel like i should have been there um, right. And then at that point, you know, I kind of saw Toronto as this place to like start fresh, start new. Mm-hmm. And then I just moved there and I, I made this happen. You know? Wow. So cool. Um, so you got any other questions? I've got a bunch. But I just want to make sure you get I, in there too. Yeah, no, I, um, I was like leaving it up to you because I don't um no like the i don't know music as well as you guys okay. do so it's just like i'm like cool. just sitting here like <laughs> taking it all in but actually um i, I just don't want to be talking over you so no i have i have two questions that you can like take whichever one you want yeah i kind of want to know like is there a particular uh like track off of uh scorpion king that like you you recorded first so that like speaks to you kind of personally and um the other question would be uh like what? What is the project that you're working on on now? Is it similar? Is it different than yeah. than Scorpion King? Um, you know, have you gone in kind of in a different direction? Considering like we're listening to this now, but you know, I know when when I write books, it gets released so much later, like after you've written it, that like you're in a totally different place. Create. Yeah. Um, so kind of where are you at? Yeah. So um, so first, like with with Scorpion Prince, I. Uh, I think the the track that speaks the most to me is definitely it's definitely seven ten seven ten den and cool. scorpion chains um I think with seven ten den it what I was aiming for was like um 
what's the word? Um, there was a real urgency in the song. And uh, mm. the, the entire like song for me when I listen to it is it's like you have to get from point A to point B. And you need to listen to something, and it may as well be this because it's so like, right? It's so like energetic, and it just you just like it's you know it's like a driving energy to it. Yeah, yeah, it's like tunnel vision. Like you don't see anything left or right; you just like see your destination. Um, and Scorpion Chains, I mean, like I, I like that's that's like going through a rite of passage and earning your your stripes. You know, it's like having to go through something really like dramatic or life-changing and then it at the end of it you become this like evolved version of yourself right and um and as far as the new album yeah i I mean it's not a new album it's we're just doing like singles right now okay um so this next stuff is like really bouncy it's oh cool it's like fun and dark but it's it's definitely hands down i mean like there's one single here that i think is like the best song that i've ever written oh i can't wait to hear none like it's yeah i mean it's it's super bouncy um sorry i'm just trying to like answer the question that sarah was asking um right but in term in terms of like where i am creatively now like like yeah she is right you know a, a lot of stuff takes a lot of time to get out i mean i wrote these songs back in like I started writing these songs in August of 2017, you know, and it's already like, yeah. it's already April. And, but I mean, right now I'm feeling still like some of the, some of the same things. It's very like uplifting. It's very like empowering, like telling you like, you know, you can like do anything you want. Um, I mean, it's deeper than that, but I'm just giving you like the, the gist cool. of it. Yeah. Empowerment is always awesome. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, I had something else for you here. Um, yeah, what's your, what do you what do you kind of see in the future for yourself? Like, what's your what's your larger kind of like story arc or vision? You know, um, I mean, I'd, what are you hoping? Yeah, I I've always done this day one, like with the intent of helping raise the um, awareness of uh, of like Asian presence in in the industry and in the media, and you know, because there's a lot of talented people out there, and I don't think that they get the uh, Right. What What is your background when it comes to being Asian? Well, I'm Chinese. Chinese. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. My mom's from Hong Kong. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I I just I just want I want um, my people to just you know stand up for what they believe in and and be brave and. I feel yeah. like I feel like there's a moment coming for your people because lately you've been noticing more and more uh, Asian like stars popping on the internet. Yeah. You know, yeah. just, just, you know, well, you, and then there's like, um, and I think a couple of years ago, even as, as far as TV goes, it was like fresh off the boat and all that. It just seems like audiences are more open to it now. Yeah. To seeing different, different cultures, but, you know. But you know what? There's, there's, mm-hmm. there's also one thing about that, that I don't like, um, okay. like stuff like fresh off the boat. And I saw there's, yeah. there's this new show or this new movie called like crazy rich Asians. It's like, mm-hmm. I haven't heard of that. It, they, it's actually with the, the mom from fresh off the boat. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it, they just always need to like put like some kind of like stereotypical. Yeah, stereotypical thing in the title. Oh, yeah. Like that's you know that's oh the title yeah that's yeah, yeah. that just already like mm-hmm. it already paints the picture before you like even watch that's it you know saying. so 
No, I hear you. I grew up uh, Pakistani, so like, you know, in the Toronto suburbs. So I was always around a lot of Indian people. Right. And it was the same thing, just looking on TV anytime. Anytime there was one of us on TV, like a brown person, it was always like like a little stereotypical. And like you couldn't quite fully enjoy it, you know? Yeah, I know. I know. It's... And, 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 and I think it's changing slowly, but, you know, fingers crossed. Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm sure there's also this like feeling of like, yeah, it, it feels great to be like, a, a Chinese Canadian, you know, artist, but you just also want to be like, you don't want to be the best Chinese Canadian artist. You want to be like the best. The Canadian best art. No, I, exactly. Like, I mean, I mean, when I, when I create, I don't, I don't have this intent where I'm like, you're oh, not I'm, thinking I'm, that. Yeah. I'm not thinking that. Like I'm, I'm you thinking, just want to be great and then be like, you know, let people look up to you on their own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then, uh, so I, some geeky questions. Um, yeah. What do you What do you record on? Um, so I record on my MacBook. Um, okay. My MacBook Pro. I have. Um, I record on Logic. I just find that okay. it's it's more it's, it's just like easier. Yeah, Logic is dope. Yeah. Um, and it, it gets the job done with everything, if you ask me. Gets the job done. The interface um, is easy to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, I I use uh, I I got a machine. Uh, and I like have the Kai keyboards and cork synths and cool. Yeah. Okay. And, um, what was the other thing I want to ask you? Just looking through my notes here. Um, oh yeah. Okay. So as far as like, how long have you been in the, in, in this music thing now? Like how long have you been doing it? Like wh- when did you say you decided to do this? How many years has it been? Like the moment that you decided I'm, I'm going in. Do we lose them? Did we lose you? We did. He's gone. Oh, we did. oh, that sucks. Okay. Let me call you guys call again it. then. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can cut. All right. you can cut yeah. I'll cut it. All right. Hey guys. Technical difficulties. No worries. <laughs> okay. So I was going to ask you, um, as far as like being in music since when you when you first got into it like when you decided to take this seriously like mm-hmm. what was what was one like one of your like best memories you've had so far in in on your journey and like maybe even one of your worst sorry the question was one of the, the question, best yeah one of the best memories you've had so far as far as like being in this um i mean there's a lot um it's very rewarding mm-hmm. uh it's a very rewarding experience uh, i i definitely say um, it could be like you know the release of your album or yeah whatever yeah I, I mean there was mo- the the muse the the very first video that I put out as Madhouse um, it was right. titled Muse and it was very uh, it, it was very big you know it felt like there was something like shifting in in the ground when when oh, yeah. that whole like song was with you know it was crazy I like went to this. Um, in Toronto called Coda and right. uh, it was the first time I went and the first time I like I ever experienced like a place like that and like the lights were like flashing and it was like some kind of like spaceship that like Daft Must Punk owned. Surreal. yeah um and then I like got home at 3 4 a.m and I'd like like sampled Alicia Keys and made this beat and it was just like something oh. that I was like like I it literally forced me to like change my name to Madhouse because it just like 
you know, it just like it was just too big for that. It it wasn't about me anymore. It was so, more about like just getting this like out there and that know. definitely sounds like the moment, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's also there's there's so many different moments that like happen along the way, but I think that is like the most groundbreaking and that sounds like it definitely. Yeah, you definitely. change your name. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Very cool. And um see also um when you when you put out the next when you put out the next album will you come back on our show because we'd love to have you again yeah 100 percent. yeah and uh i also want to ask you what are you looking forward to as far as music goes this summer um i just want to put my stuff out you're just concentrating <laughs> on yourself right now i just i just <laughs> want to put my stuff out you know i've been waiting a really long time and no it's fair and i just really want to get this out it's it's almost like borderline depressing not having like I, the music is like ready to go you know it's just a matter of time and of just having it sit there and not be out is yeah that what you mean? yeah because you know i really want to share this music and i feel like it's just it really needs to be out there it's mm-hmm. it's the single that i'm about to drop um it's it's gonna change shit can you announce the single and say when you're dropping it honestly do you not I, know yet? no i don't even know yet okay well, yeah. let me know when you know, and I'll tweet it out. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, Thank um, you. oh, no problem. I'm, I'm a fan, so. Um, and what can they find you online? Um, they can find me on Instagram.com slash yesmadhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, same goes for Twitter, Twitter.com slash yesmadhouse. And, uh, and I'm going to be, like, I'm on Apple Music and Spotify already. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sarah, anything else? I don't think she's actually She's not there, is she? Okay. (laughs) She never made it back. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, We'll we'll wrap it up then. And I'm sure we'll have you on again. Maybe even when the single drops, feel free to come back on and we'll, like, chop it up. For sure. You know, before you go, Ash, something really funny happened this morning. I was just, like, browsing on Twitter. And I happened to go on Ryan Johnson's Twitter. Right. And I was just, like, scrolling down, scrolling down. And, like, I saw he retweeted one of your tweets. Yeah. That was just like really hilarious. Oh, that's for me. yeah. Um, like I never talk about it, but like I made a short film um, like some years ago, and I put it up. I put it up on the internet. It got a bunch of attention, and then um, I guess Ryan saw it. Oh shit! And he was like, "Yo, this is dope!" Like, and he actually, and I don't like you know he doesn't do this, so I don't want people to like start emailing him and stuff. But like he forwarded to like his agent at the time was like, "You should check this guy out." Wow. And we had a little conversation. Not much came of it, but but like it was so cool of Ryan to do that, you know. And he's been, yeah. he kind of followed me, so like it's always been kind of a little badge of honor for me. I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's really that's really that's really cool, man. And he's a good dude, like a really good dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. Um, all right, cool. We'll talk again soon, then. And I wish you the best of luck with this album. And I'm sure Sarah does the same because she's been she's been playing it a lot. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> thanks, man. All right, brother. Talk all right, soon. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye.